Nothing can grow. Nothing can become. Nothing changes. So death created time to grow the things that it would kill. And you are reborn, but into the same life that you've always been born into. I mean, how many times have we had this conversation? Well, who knows? And you can't remember your lives. You can't change your lives. And that is a terrible and secret fate of all life. You're trapped. Okay. Hey, I'm Kyle. Thanks for joining me and Andy for the Legendary Creature Podcast. So if you're listening with your kids or your conservative grandma, maybe don't, because we swear. Or some shit like that. Chainer, dude. Chainer. Chainer. Chainer, dude. Let's, let's talk some chainer. We've got a guest today. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, my name is Alan Patrick. I'll be uh, showcasing the chainer deck tonight. <laughs> showcasing, uh, indeed. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good deck. It I'm, is a good deck. I only, I, I'm jealous of this deck. It seems like I'm more, I'm jealous more often of a mono black deck. And I have a pretty cool one, and it's Gaunty, but... Yeah, that's now Gaunty's three cool. mono black decks that Andy has said the words, I'm jealous of that deck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, but this one, I, when we were putting it together, or at least thinking about doing it, I'm, I'm like halfway through, I'm like, I should have built this thing a long time ago. I don't know why. You just kind of overlooked this guy, right? Yeah, so yeah. what inspired you to, to go after Chainer? Uh, what inspired me... Andy, Andy helps me with all my decks. He's really what... He's really who introduced me to magic. So a lot of the ideas I have are always bounced off him. So I wanted to do Mimeoplasm originally. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to mess with the yard. I like the idea of expanding a toolbox outside of just my hand. Yeah. Um, and then mm. when we were messing a deck, Andy's just like, why don't you just fucking do Chainer, dude? <laughs> <laughs> just fucking, I was like, who the fuck is Chainer? So we look it up. We go to EDH Rec. We put Mono Black. And he's far down the list. Yeah, like, I mean, there's only yeah. like 300 decks. It's yeah. a shame. Pete, it's a shame. Which is a bummer because it's just an old, ugly card. Is probably I think that's why. 90% of it. It's, really. I think it's just old. I think most people that get into the game just don't have access to even seeing that card. And in most playgroups, no kinda, one probably talks about him. There's kind of a recency bias, right? Like you, you're biased towards what's recent. And, well, they, and he's old. Yeah. There's an article about that actually like today that some guy put out. I was reading a snippet of it. It's about Vana. Okay. Because that's like, that's like a hard space to work in, Orzhov, right? It's Orzhov life is game. a hard space to work so in. So he compares it to, who are the other two? Eile and Karlov. Yeah. And he pretty much shows that like the older decks, the ones that do their thing first, like around that thing, uh-huh. like they're still ahead. Because like I've said <laughs> on a bunch of occasions that I think that the Locust God is better than Niv-Mizzet. And I fucking love Niv-Mizzet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think it, it's it's better enough. That's how I want to say it. <laughs> like, 
Is it objectively better in every way? No, but it's better enough for somebody who's trying to play this game. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess with then, both decks, you're going to combo off, and so yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you're going for a combo, and there's just I don't know. They're they're, they're giving you more avenues to do that, and the and the commander himself is easier to handle. He's not as precious as Niv Mizzet, right? But still, Niv Mizzet's ahead. There's still more decks than than the Locust God. Yeah, it's kind of a weird like thing to try and track, right? Because like a Traxa just shot through the roof. Like nothing's ever going to catch a Traxa for most decks. Ever, yeah, right. But but like, I think this is the exception. Like I, the site didn't exist when this guy came around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of yeah, had was to... Commander even around when they designed this card? No. Well, I doubt okay. it. No. Well, that's no a huge thing too. Yeah. Right? A lot a lot of the newer cards, they, they know how Commander will operate. Yeah. And designing it, they'll know what will work in it better. But Chainer is designed before Commander before even was... playing Commander. Right. And is weirdly a really good Commander. Yeah. Read him so, off, dude. What does he do? Dude? Yeah, so let's read him off. So for... He's a little expensive. He's three colorless and two black for a 3-3 three, three body. Um, he's a minion legend, and he reads all minion. nightmares get plus one plus one. Uh, that's not something so nightmare really tribal, right? Nightmare tribal, nightmare no, tribal, not, exactly. It's a thing. No, not quite. That really, um, playing him, I don't pay much attention to that. What I do pay attention to is, um, for three bat black and paying three life, you put target creature card from a graveyard into play under your control. That creature is black and is a nightmare in addition to its other types. So. A creature from a graveyard, or target creature from a graveyard. Yeah, yeah. anybody's graveyard. Um, it doesn't tap them, so you can use an infinite amount of times. And the biggest thing to me is it's instant speed. That's uh, what just can, sets him off to me. Yeah, you set him off. And for, for quite a price, right, um, using three life, but... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm down with paying life. Yeah, <laughs> gimme. Yeah, weapon, sure. why not, right? With 40 life and for cheating in any, any creature in the game... Um, and of course, you know, to Black's flavor, it does have the kind of caveat of, um, his third text, which is when Chainer Dimension Master leaves play, remove all nightmares from the game. Okay. So they're gone forever. If, if Chainer, if Chainer leaves. Leave okay. So I want to compare him probably closely to the Scarab God. I think that's really the, probably the closest. Yeah. $40 card. Well, yeah, there's that. So this guy's two bucks. So if anyone out there is thinking about doing Scarab God. Yeah, this is a $3. Let's, let's, let's talk about Chainer for a yeah, minute before right. you do, right? Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a damn good deck, too. It's surprisingly good how it was the first iteration, right? I think a lot of commanders that we've grown to fear their first time around are a little kind of like, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, that could. It's got uh, possibilities. I mean, yeah, like that one turn he had was annoying, but this deck like from day one has like been, it's, okay, it's this is fucking annoying, dude. Like having to deal with his stuff coming in and out of the yard. Yeah. And well, my, and, possibly and my own with, stuff coming in and out of the yard. I think it, I think it's timely in our play group because there's plenty of people that like to play with their yards. Yeah, graveyards are hot right now. And so, yeah, take that. Yeah, and it, it, it plays with exactly what I set out to look for, right? Just expanding my toolbox outside of my hand. And instead of just my own yard, it's it's everybody else's. And so, doing it instant speed instead of sorcery speed, like maybe Sidrus. Yeah. You can yeah. you can hose other people's game plans too. So did you uh did you and Andy have the conversation about how Andy has done the Memeoplasm and kind of talk pros cons a little bit? Yeah, it came up. He said uh he did it mostly Voltron y. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think the biggest appeal in the first place was was working within Sultai, but something about just one tricking just a monocolor 
was really appealing. I think everybody should have a mono deck and this is this is a good one. Yeah. Uh so let's get into it. Kind of like what's what what are like some things you're aiming to do backbone wise with your deck to kind of set Chainer up? So I think something Chainer does um that he has on top of other mono black commanders is he'll use the same big black package, right? You have your Shouldred, your Kokosho, um, but you get more value out of them because you get to recur that effect. They're that much stickier because you can always bring them back. Right. Um, and a big thing is cheating the mana cost, right? Cheating any kind of higher mana cost is just absurdly strong in Magic. So going from hard casting Shouldred for what? Eight, seven mana? Yeah. To seven. just three black, three life, and <laughs> she's on the field already. At instant speed. At, at instant speed and... And she's plus one. She's a nightmare now. And she's a nightmare now. Plus <laughs> one, plus one. And yeah. she's gonna yeah. she's gonna feed your strategy of bringing other stuff back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's that's kind of the thing, right? I want to cheat in uh, big uh, creatures that have high impact. Um, Are you milling yourself though? Yeah, I'm milling myself. Not not too heavy on it. I mean, you have altar of dementia for the most part. For the self mill, uh-huh. um, but I haven't really throttled on the self mill too much on this deck. So how are you getting them into the yard? Yeah. Then? So how are you getting stuff into the graveyard to to take advantage of Chainer? So something that I actually made the decision on in this deck is actually not putting in Necropotence, because actually overdrawing it and selecting what I get to discard was a huge way of getting what I want in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Necropotence, exiling actually hosts a lot of my plans. So a lot of it is. Just draw mechanics. You um, don't have necropotence in a mono black in a mono black deck. deck. I'm it's kind of wild, but you're you're kind of right about the like not wanting to exile. Yeah, right? be, so. being able to just discard what I can into the yard um, helped a lot, and I'm still I am exceeding the seven card limit with a lot of the draw I have in the deck. Hmm. Um, with with arena, um, a lot of the time I'll try to tutor arena out so I can do that, or even a menacing like Erebos being out, or even a skull clamp. Okay. So yeah, not not too much self mill. Um, I could use more effective stuff to get stuff in the yard. I guess a big thing too are my tutors. Uh, a lot of my tutors are just putting them in the yard. I mean, I have Entomb, Buried Alive, Busted, Life's Finale, right? Yeah. So um, as, as an example, let's just read off Buried Alive just to kind of like give that give an idea to listeners. So it's two and a bl- two and a black for a sorcery. Search your library for three creature cards and put them into your graveyard uh, and shuffle so, your library. So turn three, I'm set up. Yeah, you've got your three awesome things you want to have in your yard. And Entomb's one mana and it's instant speed to tutor any card and just ditch it into your graveyard. Yeah, turn one, I'm I'm already threatening the board with, so with Chainer in the yard. and four mana. <laughs> it's any creature you... Yeah, yeah, so with Chainer and four mana and Entomb in hand, it's any card that you want from your library for three, for four mana... Yeah. Some life, and they're just out. Like, instant speed from anywhere. Jeez. Right? Yeah. Like, that's why Brad freaks out every time we, you, it's some like a massacre worm. Like, you massacre wormed him like multiple times a night. It's like, that's how he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, like, just, it's just so accessible in this deck. I think that speaks to a lot of how flexible it can be. Um, and a lot of what I was talking about with the toolbox is that being in mono black of having so many tutors, I get a, pull up the answer in with Brad playing the token decks he has been recently in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's usually Massacre Worm. And it comes, oh, yeah. up, it comes up often, you know? He sent me a text message today saying, I ordered a new Massacre Worm. <laughs> of course you did. And he's like, played and one he, last weekend. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I ordered a new Massacre Worm. I'm like, do you just want yours back? I mean, 
like, because he he pulled the original one that I'm using in, in Gaunty, and he's like, no, you, you need it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Everybody needs it. Yeah, he's just like, I just bought a new one, fuck it. But yeah, I think it's just because of the, the pain that like he's been getting from that card lately from well yeah because whenever he and, plays Hapatra, there is always a moment where it's juicy this is what yeah. it's for to drop a mass it's what juicy. the card's for it's Prosh not usually super scary Prosh, yeah. it hasn't been as been um as scary with uh this deck usually that's nuts <laughs> like just the idea of massacre worm at instant speed that's that's gross yeah, yeah you like speed and it's it's yeah until... race is just like oh thanks for just <laughs> killing me yeah yeah and i guess i guess something you can do is try to get more than two toughness but a huge thing about chainer is that you can recruit you can do it more than once if you have a sack outlet oh right yeah. it's until end of oh, turn yeah. you can do Pretty... minus two <laughs> yeah. twice because the language on the card as long as they die <laughs> they don't go into exile yeah it's if he dies they go into exile yeah and if they if they die first the so instant speed yeah. sack. As long as like anybody tries to kill, I mean that's why. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's if he pulls something out of their yard and he has like a ton of creatures. What I've seen him do is like he'll just sack his own commander on a board wipe because now they're getting exiled. So he kind he's got a little bit of graveyard hate against your opponents. Yeah, like, yeah. You now have, I can get it out and get it exiled. Right, like. you won't have the opportunity to go back and grab it. But like fuck it, like it's gone. You know, and really you're more interested in your own creatures than anything more yeah. often than not. Yeah. So yeah, his, weirdly, he is a really good answer to other graveyard decks. Yeah, so we, I think Andy and I kind of had this discussion a little bit of, of Brad just being unwise. He won. He well, won. We better say it. He won. Yeah, we should put it out there. He won, but you know, he he tried to challenge you and your oh your, the Sidrus deck. Yeah, yeah. God, that was convoluted as hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> It, 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 he locked the game pretty hard, so that that was helpful. The but. consummate rebel, but you know he had to try it. He's like, I want to, I want to do put my grave deck against yours. Yeah, Brad likes to see the worst case scenario for every deck. That's probably why he did that. He's like, I'm gonna pull out my deck that would seriously be a bad idea to play against this chainer because he's he's ditching his own stuff into the yard and AP's just salivating like, oh whoa, you've got all this <laughs> red and black and blue stuff. I don't have, yeah. yeah, like I don't have access to that. But then. You know, Brad just wants to know, like, what's the worst conditions this deck can operate yeah, under? Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's, I mean, yeah, in our, in our meta, since we don't have the automatic graveyard hate going on. So, so kind of the premise for getting your graveyard set up is is largely like tutors and card draw, and kind of getting yourself over max hand size and ditching and, uh, what where where from there? Where are you going? Um, so a lot of the time when I get stuff in the yard, I'll usually do something that can help me tutor even more, maybe like a Razaketh. Um, part of the flexibility of this deck, though, is that I do have a lot of options. If I want to play a little faster and more aggressive, uh, I can just yard a Grave Titan as soon as I can, dig him up and see how wide I can go on my board. Ooh, um, get them zombies out. Yeah, a, lo a lot of what I'd like to do is get them out early, um, let the turns resolve, um, and then if I have a sack outlet in Chainer, whatever mana I have left, I'll just do a mana sink and sack and recur Grave Titan as much as I can. So then I have, you know, six more zombies ready to go that next turn. Jeez. So I'll, I'll leave mana up to see if I have to answer to anything, which is usually just creature removal. Being in mono black, I don't have a lot of answers to enchantment and artifact. Um, but if Chainer ends up being a really good mana sink for um, abusing different ETBs. That's awesome. Okay. 
Um, so what are some cards specifically for abusing ETBs that you're looking at, like thinking? I mean, obviously we talked about Massacre Worm. What are some? Yeah, so Massacre Worm is a huge one, especially to other token decks. Um, Grave Titan's a great one to occur, as well as Apparent Overlord, if I'm trying to, just trying to get a good board state and uh, Damn, go wide. Crazy. Um, let me see. You got great. You got the gray merchant in your deck. Yeah, I do have the gray merchant. I have Gary in the deck, uh, which is great to recur. There's even actually an infinite combo in there um, that I think only works in Chainer. Uh, it goes: you need a Panharmonicon out, and then you use a Priest of Gix, who will give you um, three black as the ETBs. Since Panharmonicon's out, it'll trigger twice. Okay. So he gets paid for free, and you net three extra mana. So you have infinite mana, but you don't have an infinite life yet because you're paying three life every time. Right. But with Grey Merchant, all you need is at least to go even with three black devotion, which you'd have with uh, Grey Merchant and Priest of Geeks himself. Okay. And you just recur it just to everybody going. else. That, so yeah. you would need a sack outlet, right? You would yeah, need a sack so, outlet, of course. Okay. Um, so walk uh, us through it. You've got Panharmonicon out. It's four mana for, what does it do? So it, it if you would gain, well, it's, it doubles your ETB okay. effect, right? Yeah, so Panharmonicon's a four-mana artifact. artifact. Okay, and then, yeah, if an ETB comes in, it goes off twice. What is the Priest of Gix? When he comes in, he gives you three black. Yeah, just straight up three black as Priest of Gix come, uh, ETBs. So this is netting you six. Right. And then uses the sack outlet. I don't know, I want to say... Which is really anything. You need like, a Yeheni, really Ashnod's anything. Altar, you, Ashnod's Altar, whatever. Altar, Altar of Dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would just keep recurring Grey Merchant. Because that would recover your life loss. Yeah. yeah the, and pi- could, the pay life part is covered over with your gray merchant. Exactly. As long as you're netting three life, you're staying even, but everyone's going down. I mean, it's like a four man. It, it's, well, it's a four piece combo. Like, cards, I'm down with you that. Yeah, it's chainer, a four piece right? combo. Oh, yeah. You can do it with Coca Show as well. Um, I'm not, I don't really feel good about winning with infinite combos, but with a four piece, well, but actually, it's a five piece because yeah, you need you chainer. Cheat, yeah, Have you ever even so I don't, off, I don't feel bad. I, I, I did it once. And I didn't. I wasn't jazzed about it, but I also didn't feel bad. Well, yeah, that's a lot of work to yeah. put something like that together. And granted, like, yeah, you've got tutors, so you could use like a Razaketh or whatever to kind of get pieces for that. But still, how early game was it when you did it? It was like turn seven. It's pretty early yeah, for that's Commander. Late. That's, yeah. that's late. Yeah, I was like turn seven before I had done that. Um, but I am pretty conscious of if if I get a win, will I feel good about it? That's you know? a, I think that's a big thing for all of us. Like yeah. we we all kind of have that conversation. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Because at the end, you want to have fun, right? If you're up against the wall, though, like, and it's looking like you're not going to win, you, you, yeah, you can't. You, you got to pull it out, right? <laughs> okay. What's some more creatures? What are what are different uh, some things? other ETBs? Is really good spot removal would be. Um, Merciless Executioner, uh, Noxious Gear Hulk, um, and Fleshbag Marauder. Uh, okay. Even obviously, if you have um, Dictative Erebos out and a Sack Outlet, uh, it would double. But even by itself and Chainer out, you can still answer a lot of uh, threats on the board with those spot removals. Huh. So, so you've, you've got a, a little bit of a variety. So, with like the Fleshbag Marauder, it has when it enters the battlefield, each player sacrifices a creature. But if we're looking at the noxious gear hulk we're looking at uh you can destroy 
creature, you get right? it, it, it's just straight up spot removal and you gain life equal to its toughness. Yeah. Um, which is nice with Chainer because yeah, you need to after a while a you'll bit, right? start weaponizing your life, you'll, you'll start to get a little low. Huh. Yeah. So there's not a lot. I don't have a lot of focus on it, but there is ways to keep your life up uh, just in case you're getting targeted a lot and you're weaponizing your own life with card draw. I yeah. like it. Um, do you have like Sepulchral Primordial in here or do you have some other things that are kind of along those lines? Yeah. So another thing that I was conscious of is um, in case Chainer gets tucked or um, it's just not wise to keep uh, putting him out. I did want the deck to be able to operate on itself. So I do have a reanimation package uh, that would still work without Chainer. So yeah, I have uh, the Primordial. I have an Animate Dead, which is really nice if you can... Entomb, turn one, animate dead, turn two, whatever you want. Hmm. It's faster um, than you get Chainer out. Yeah. Um, Victimize is one that I like a lot in this deck. How does that one work? Read it. So uh, choose two target creatures in your graveyard, sacrifice a creature. If you do, return the chosen cards to the battlefield tap. So you trade one for two creatures, and in a Chainer deck, you'll probably get the one back anyways. <laughs> yeah, you just reanimated. Oh wow, all three are back. That was just, cute. Just, just let me sacrifice you. <laughs> yeah, I just I'll bring you back. I just, I, I promise, I'll bring you back. I just don't know how this deck is like. I, I, you log on, you get online, and you hear people like, "What's a good mono black deck?" And like on Reddit, people just chainer, chainer, dude, chainer. Like yeah, all of them. Cult following. He sure. definitely has one of these cult followings. But he like nobody builds it, dude. Like it's just not. Yeah, it's like, like, what, the, like one article on. It's a great article on EDH Rack, but I think. Well, it's in the underdog one. thing. Yeah, the underdog's corner. Yeah, yeah, which is a good. I love that. That's freaking, my favorite article on EDH. Yeah, for sure. But other than that, he yeah, he doesn't really have a lot of publicity. Um, it's, it's it's the the men who stare. He's at, ugly. What is it? The men who stare at goats yeah, movies <laughs> yeah. of decks or anything. yeah. What is that? That's one of the Coen Brothers movies. I think. Is that it's really actually, a movie? It's pretty shitty. Huh. I've watched it. Yeah, it's, oh, well, it's shitty, dude. It's all right. <laughs> it's a shitty movie. Huh. All right, what else? What's some secret tech for this thing? What's what? What's up? What do you do if you're, I don't know, really up against the wall and you can't get your infinite? Uh, so if I can't get my infinite, um, there's two buttons that you can push the most with this deck. Again, the biggest one is um, just cheesing in anybody for three black, uh, three life. So you can go for uh, multi-purpose, just big beaters. You can just pull out a Geth, Shieldred, Razaketh. Uh, having those on the border, they're just high impact cards. Uh, either two to you cards. Um, they supply really good beaters or blockers. Uh, a button that I didn't push, but you can easily can in this deck, is just putting in a bunch of Eldrazi. Oh. Any Eldrazi's three black, three black. Any Eldrazi's that don't shuffle your graveyard. Yeah. Don't besides shuffle your two, graveyard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, besides the two OG Titans, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so che cheating in just high impact cards like that um, in itself will be good enough. Uh, but a button that I like to push the most, just because it's a little flashier, is going back to just abusing the ETBs if I can't get the infinite off. Just getting high value from doing Noxious Gear Hulk twice and Playing more of a controlled game with this deck works for it's sure. Definitely a control. Yeah. So in that case, lots of spot removal and people are kind of getting pinned in this pinned in this place where they're just they can't get a footing. Yeah. If if you need to play it that way, um, it's definitely an mm -hmm. option in this deck. But there is there is the option to be a little more aggressive too. Uh, going back to Grave Titan, uh, a combo that I've used and I'm seeing on the EDH rec, not a lot of people use this card. 
Um, yeah, it's showing about thirty-eight percent of decks. The Grave Titan, or are you talking about the? Other I'm talking part? about the okay. the Mogus's Marauder. So this is something oh. I haven't seen a lot of decks. Um, but it reads: When Mogus's Marauder enters the battlefield, up to X target creatures each gain Intimidate and Haste until end of turn, where X is your Devotion to Black. So it gives Evasion. It gives Haste. Um, mono Black. You're going to have a ton of Devotion. If you need to, you can recur it as well. But it's it becomes a really good finisher, for sure. Because you can empty all your mana on that turn and just keep pushing things out of your graveyard or grabbing other people's stuff. Huh. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I remember he pulled that one off. I'm like, oh, fuck. They're, they gain Intimidate, don't they? Yeah, they gain yeah, Intimidate. They get intimidate. Yeah. yeah, they get Evasion as well. Yeah. That's a very unusual black card with the... Haste and intimidate. Yeah, haste there, and right? intimidate on a on a mono black equal to their devotion. So yeah, he has to kind of keep the. I mean, because originally we were thinking like put the mere battle sphere in there, but it oh, doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't give you devotion. No, it doesn't. You know, but but you could get a lot of fucking mirrors. Damn, with that you could, one. right? Yeah, you can get. You could sink some teeth because I because I do I abuse that one with Brago. That's the ETBs, right. and I'm just like you could. That's the hardest thing about this building this deck is like there's a lot of there's options. a lot of options. You could go we all artifact. Yeah. You could really throttle the ETB more. Uh, with my deck in particular, I, I do value flexibility in the game, so it's it's a little bit of everything. You kind of feel, yeah. so. Do you feel like you have a good balance? Because you've you've played several games with this deck. Like yeah, He's I feel made, like yeah. I have a good balance. I I rarely feel like um I can't do anything. Okay, I feel like I at least. Have Never a win con, like yeah. regardless of how the game's going, That's it's just whether deal. or not I can top deck the right cards or sequence it right. Yeah. Um yeah. which is great, yeah. Because in in my other deck, you know, kind tight group hug, there's like <laughs> two win cons. You know, I can lab man. <laughs> I can lab man or I can approach the second son. If those are in the yard, I'm I'm screwed. I'm just hanging <laughs> out. You know, I'm just hanging out. But with Chainer, um, even even if creatures do get exiled, right? They somebody going. nukes my sack outlet. I get Shield Dragon. I get Gary and Coco Shogun, a gray merchant, I mean. I'm in the Rex out. I still have, you know, I still have Grave Titan in my deck. I still have Massacre Worm, Razaketh. There's just a lot of fuel in this deck. Razaketh upsets me because <laughs> he's really it's good. Such he's a, it's such a good tutor. But then it's just a big fucking body, too. Yeah. Like he's a huge demon that yeah, can he's just an 8-8 beat face what's it, funny is i was i was trying to categorize my cards and what they do for me right like card draw tutor mana ram there's a lot of overlap beater. with Razaketh, he's in like every one of them he's an 8-8 body beater he's a flyer he's a sack outlet one of the best outlets because it's a tutor yeah and tutor anything. and you don't even have to pay mana for for it it's just pay life yeah, just pay instead of doing. I wonder what your tutor's gonna be when you start paying too much life with Razaketh. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool deck. Um, it was, ah, man, halfway through it, so we actually kind of inherited a lot of these pieces. Weirdly, there's this chick that we used to play with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she played for a couple times, and then. I don't know, like, she just didn't have a head for the game, so we stopped inviting her, but she spent a lot of money. Oh, wait, um, you 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 bought this from her? Yeah. Yeah, this, I, this is Sam's deck. <laughs> most, most of them. Most of this Sam's deck, yeah. So we're sitting there, we're, like, noodling out the costs, and he he's not, he hasn't built the deck yet. He has one deck that's, like, 
I want to say functional, but it's still kind of like not this this thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't have like the itch yet. And he's trying to like cut costs as best he can, which I get that. Like we don't ha- I don't know how it's going to perform. I can kind of see like in my mind's eye yeah, like, like how it's going to work. Yeah, you can imagine how good but it But you never, be. yeah, you never know. Like, you know, best laid plans, right? <laughs> but then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I mean, we still even use her deck box, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm like, she has a mono. We built Drana. Yeah, it was Drana. Yeah, originally. And it has, you know, the mono black staples, the Cabal coffers. It has like an Urkana Revenant. Uh, all that, right? And I'll be honest, I think Drana's a solid commander. It just she we built her wrong. Played it weird. We yeah, honestly built not, her wrong. Like I not did. How that deck was built, yeah. right? And I'm like, you should hit up Sam, ask her how much that, how much she'd buy it, like, you know, how much she'd sell <laughs> it to you for. And he hits her up, and she's like, well, how much are you willing to pay? And where did you land at? Like a hundred bucks or something? Yeah. Well, like that? okay. I perfect. I was trying to be really fair. I was like, she was like, what's your offer? I was like. I, I'll, I'll price check it, right? I want to give you a good price. Let's price check it. We'll see card for card. I'll, I'll pay you like the value of it. You're doing a and lot she's of work like, for her. Like, yeah, much. I was down, but I want, you know, I didn't want to jip her. And she's like, that's lame. Just make me an offer. I'm like, hey, $60, right? Just just to see like what she's trying to fill out. Yeah, if we're going to do this, she's let's like, do you're, it. Ro- you're robbing me. A hundred. I'm like, okay, bring it in. I'll look at it. And then, yeah, a hundred if, if it looks good. So she comes in the next day. I take a look at it. In four cards in, I'm like, okay, it tapped. It's above a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Four cards in, I'm like, you have Shieldred, you have Geth, you have Cabal Coffers, Nirkana Revenant. I'm like, all right, like I'm four cards deep. I'm gonna go positive, so I gave her the hundred bucks. I go in on my lunch at work and I put it all in my, um, I think tapped out the app on iOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, price check it comes up as three hundred dollars. You got to steal there. Yeah, I paid her a third of the cost. I mean, if I gave her trade in value, like at a shop, probably it'd probably went. be like, you know, 150 Sure. Maybe. Um, but yeah, 100 bucks. It funded pretty much this deck. That's awesome. I got, I got all the major staples. I got um, really big artifacts too, like. Dark Steel Plate. Odrazi's, what is it? That big Odrazi equipment. Oh, the Odrazi oh, Monument. The Odra- Mon- yeah. No, 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 no. Conscription. Conscription. Oh, conscription. It's an enchantment. Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, it has that. You know, champions <laughs> it had just a bunch of... I remember I showed it to Andy. I was like, Andy, look at this shit. He's like, okay, you, you're getting a Hall of the Bandit Lord? I'm like, no, I just I just got a Hall of the Bandit Lord <laughs> from when I bought her deck, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It, it, this, the mono black stuff, like, if they don't reprint it, you know, like, it's just going to keep going up. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And it's good for every deck. Well, every mono black deck. I guess like, that's that's like a that's like a cautionary tale that if anybody gets out of magic, yeah, pr- like, pr- price check it. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But then again, like it's just sitting there collecting dust at her house. Like, yeah, I mean, hundred bucks is more than what even. she was getting out of it, anyways. Yeah, so. she broke even. I didn't want know? to cross that bridge because I knew she'd get all bitter. And yeah, she did. Like she brought it up a couple times. Like, yeah, it's because I'm not allowed to play with. Andy anymore or whatever oh, yeah. like it kept coming up and I'm like, she, she she definitely I really want AP to have aggressiveness in there yeah I'm like I really <laughs> I really want AP to have this goddamn deck so I'm just gonna like <laughs> put up with this nonsense that I thought was in the in the mud years ago but it's a <laughs> wait how long ago it was like two years that ago was two years ago two, at least two yeah like we just I don't know what killed me was that there was this entire game where she was playing it and she had a rogue's passage and she had like lethal on on Jeff I remember and watching that, sitting, there, sitting like, there, thinking like, mm. she just didn't notice. She was just there to hang out. 
Yeah. Fucking she's just there to hang out, man. Yeah, we're we're about hanging we're all out. Just playing. like eyeing it with laser eyes, like fucking rogue's passage. Ugh. Yeah. And he was like dying, and then he beat her, and she's like, "I oh, just oh," and I'm like, "You could have killed him like ten turns ago." <laughs> What? And I she like pull it she off, just felt guys. so stupid. She's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "You're never playing this game." Again. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think you guys, your guys's house meta walks balances well between casual and competitive. Andy and I are just crotchety old men. Yeah, yeah. Get with the program. Get the fuck out. <laughs> We're tryhards. Yeah. Well, I get, I put a lot of energy into like you know I designed the deck for her, and yeah, I agree. Like I built it wrong. If I was going to do Drana again, I would just make it like a control deck. You know, not yeah, let's because, put all this lame equipment we, we talked on about that even then. It was it's like she needs to use it not to pump like use her ability not to pump up and hit people hard. Yeah. Use it to kill <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean this is early on, but yeah, like I, I think I didn't know the game as much as I do now, but I don't know. She just didn't have a head for it. And then yeah she Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but yeah. There, yeah. There was something that wasn't it wasn't just about her ability to play the game that would have gotten in the way. Let's just leave it there. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, Andy. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think you're right, though, AP. Like we, we kind of. I think we try to. We're try hard. Try to. Yeah, like we try to toe that line between let's be let's be fun, but let's let's be effective magic players too. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think a lot of that leaks into you guys' decisions with deck building too. Like I feel like you guys really crossed the twenty dollar threshold on cards. You'd rather just if you're gonna spend eighty bucks on a card, just build a new deck. <laughs> and I think that keeps the power levels really nice. I think they call it like the seventy five percent or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so sure. It's, it's a really fun meta to play in for sure. So what are what are what are what have been some exciting moments playing this deck so far that you've had? Like, <laughs> uh, so something I something I like as a player, and I think this is just in um, any game is I like being interactive with other people. Mm. So what's really cool in the Chainer deck is if something hits a yard, like, my eyes are on it, for sure. <laughs> you know, Cam, I remember Cam was playing Tassiger and a Consfink hit the yard. Ooh. Like, turn oh, he three, milled I'm it. Like, yeah, he milled it. I think from Dementia? I don't know. He milled it from something. From Tassiger's activated, I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I would bet. Because he has to drop the top two, and then the ability results. Yeah. And you can be like, wait, in response. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hold on. And it's it's instant speed. Like, yeah. I'm I'm getting it. Wow, thanks for that. Con- he was furious. <laughs> so he, like, reanimated the Con Sphinx. This I is at that other is, table, and I he think- was just like, you... <laughs> He was this is the furious. this is the kind of scenario that has us thinking we really need to like slow down a little bit with what we're doing because there's there's situations like that where it's like I know that you're gonna go for the con sphinx but me with my chainer I'm gonna take that well yeah <laughs> I mean I he was mad but it's like Cam no one's gonna give you that con sphinx <laughs> right yeah like you get to choose unless it's all land and it's the only option <laughs> and then it goes back to his hand it doesn't even go into play. Right. Like Chainer's like right yeah, in play. I'm, I'm getting way more value. Yeah, out of and then sure. and then oh, yeah. later down the line, like he had moved to kill it, right? And he actually AP actually sacked his commander in response to make it exile. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, if I can't have it, no, nobody no one, gets to no have one's it. Gonna have yeah, it. like I, I am getting rid of it. Yeah. You know, this is crazy because it just yeah. says like the second freaking Chainer dies, everything that he's like made into a nightmare gets exiled. See ya. Yeah. So sack outlets are hugely important in this deck. 
for sure. How, I, how I, many sack outlets would you say you have here? Like, uh, let me. I have. They're probably distributed in weird places because, like you yeah, said, Razaketh is a, a lot weird of. There's one. a lot of overlap. There's there's around seven or eight. Damn. Um, wow. I like. I value the biggest ones being like Razaketh and Yeheni, where uh, they have no cost. It's just instant speed. Oh yeah. You just do it as many times as you want. And there's a great benefit for both of those, right? <laughs> Ashnon's altar. Yeah, <laughs> Ashnod's also, yeah, altar. Let me, let me get some mana for so it. So broken. Yeah, Ashnod's altar is busted. I remember we had a moment too where we needed to figure out how instant that sack really was. I yeah. think someone was threatening one of my creatures. They were trying to sudden spoil you. Yeah, sudden spoil. So I sacked in response, and Ashnod's altar hits three really weird rules to where it like doesn't interact with the stack at all. Because it's a mana producing ability. Wait, oh, is that, yeah. wait, hang on. Is that what they were trying to do? I can't. It might have been they were trying to disallow. Somebody was trying to cast a disallow and counter his. Oh, because it changed. I think it was ability. trying to yeah. hit Chainer or something. Well, but because disallow much because... wouldn't be able to hit a mana, a mana ability, right? right? So you couldn't disallow Ashnod's. No, altar. you know what it was? And no, no, no. This is what it was. Okay. They tried to cross and grip Ashnod's altar, and it was Cody, I think. And he's like, oh, it's split second. Like, you can't sack in response. It's split second. The stack's done. But like, yeah, but Ashnod's Altar does not interact with the stack. And you might have to look it up. No, it, it doesn't. What the three specific because it's rules all your, were. Like, the way the game sees Ashnod's Altar is they see it pretty much like you're tapping a land for mana. Yeah, you're tapping a land. Which you are always allowed to do. Right. Because it's a mana ability because it doesn't target. Right. It doesn't say sacrifice target creature. It's like sacrifice. It's sacrifice a creature. A creature. It's producing mana. And there's like a third one that makes it to where it just does not interact with the stack. And this extends to um, Phyrexian Altar as well. Yeah. Like it'll same work thing. the same. It'll be better because you're actually getting a swamp out of it. Yeah. You're going to get black that way. Yeah. But. Yeah. There's, there's a, there, I don't know. That was another one of the moments that standed out to me about like, okay, yeah, I really want to kill Ashnod's Altar. It if like I see has it, to go. I think people just kind of ignore it. It just sits around for a little too long. Yeah, you know what I, I think mean? it goes back. It's like your guys is you guys were talking about that in Erebos, where it's just you know it's a threat and you know it's going to creep up on you, but maybe not the first thing to answer, like well, the Ashnod's altar. Yeah, because I think a lot of I don't know if I see Razaketh, I want that thing gone. But <laughs> like, like oh, there's yeah. there's Razaketh a lot of, for sure. There's a lot of stuff in black that it's not immediately threatening it's it's in concert they're threatening and like grave titan i guess is another one where you're like yeah grave titan's you're like that should get out of here that's rough but you know like a a phyrexian arena you know well yeah (laughs) you're losing life but you're getting carded but you're getting a carded and it's huge especially with maybe thinking over it again this is a bad thing to rely on to mill but it, it is really important in getting the overdraw on my hand and discarding what i need mm-hmm. um but yeah the, the arena serves a lot of purposes in this deck and any black deck really just having the card advantage but um you're not going to pick that over you know a grave pact or anything oh, sure. that feels more immediately threatening yeah there's, exactly there's nothing stopping you from resolving these creatures letting them die naturally and then we just start all over again with right you know exactly. like if they're in your hand like cast them cool like and if you don't if, especially if they're pre-chainer creatures like the mind slicer the one that makes this all like what is it 
it's, it's, it's you discard yeah, everybody discards their hand as it dies. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's only four mana. It's two and two black, and it says when mind slicer is put into a graveyard from play, each player discards his or her hand. Like you don't give a shit about that. Yeah, like, yeah you're like fine. It's cool if it's in the graveyard. It, it'll probably benefit me. Plus, being able to recur it, it's, it's the worst. You, you can play the control. Game Shuts a blue player sure. off for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. that's oh, sick. Yeah, mono blue shut off for sure. So yeah. the game that I played against Chainer was that game that Brad had. Uh, Centris, right? Yeah. And I want to know what was going through your head when he had the sire of insanity. I wasn't insanity. at that table. It sounded like a slog. And for sure. uh, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. The sire of insanity, and what else did he have? Yeah, the, the Eldrazi with the, uh, void, the void, oh, void, void winner. winner. So well, none of us could play even converted mana cost spells, and we couldn't even keep a hand. So if we drew something that was even converted mana cost, we were going to ditch it. Yeah. Like, what what was I'm curious what was going through your head in that game because he I think you were like ready to go off yeah and he was locking things down yeah so okay that game is weird I think in any other meta on the board we probably would have scooped just out of frustration um, <laughs> it went on with, for way too long you guys should yeah, have scooped it went but in in a game where you're constantly discarding your hand because of sire of insanity but there's three graveyard decks. Like, I think me and you, you being on Gitrog, well, we were both kind of like, we we might, is this helping? Yeah, like, it was kind of a... We might be able to pull this out. And in my head, um, all I needed to top deck was a couple good tutors. And yeah. I still could have pulled it out. And I had enough mana to do it. I just didn't have the right tools in the box yet. Like, there wasn't the right cards in my graveyard. And eventually it was like an hour in. An um, hour. How long was his like board an state? Hour, held? Like an hour in. How long did he I, have those? That he really didn't was... have. It was pretty much Sire of Insanity and Void Winner for like yeah. the majority of it. But my idea was I was going to unbutton his stuff by getting maybe a Butcher Malakarian or a Noxious Gear Hulk, and then I would have taken the game and messed with his yard, reanimated. Yeah, and you reanimated could have done that in, in anybody's yard. Chain. I would have been able to reanimate. Yeah, so where, where most people are like, my own yard is getting bigger. And so is my toolbox. For me, it's I'm getting I have four different toolboxes. It's four different yeah. graveyards. We're all oh. discarding our hands. Uh, Chainers out, and had I think a dark still played at the time, so it was pretty protected. Yeah. So you were just waiting for an opportunistic moment. Yeah. For somebody was, to discard something happen. you could use. And or... I started it, but I, I sequenced wrong. The biggest thing is that when Brad had the Conjurer's Closet and the Primordials, both of them, the oh, Diluvian and the so he stole some shit from you. He stole my sack outlet, Yeheni, which is like the move he needed to make. <laughs> he stole my sack outlet. I was I had no way to sack my creatures, and I think that's I think that's when I lost the game for sure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So if if I were to unbutton this deck, I think the two biggest things is obviously sack outlets, right? A lot of a lot of the value or cheating is the assumption that I can just get things in the yard. A lot of the evasions they come the in and thing. out of play, just in and out of play, being <laughs> able to sack and ETB it. Um, and being mana hungry in this deck, I mean, three straight up black is pretty hard to get a hold of. Yeah. So nuking a cabal coffers. If you see Cryptcast, probably Path of Exile it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, same goes for, you know, Cage Sun. Any any kind of mana doublers in this deck is I'm pretty reliant on. Okay. So I, I'd say those are the two things that would unbutton me the quickest for sure. And, uh, and, and yard, hate. yard hate. Yeah. I think so yard hate, like kind of like making you strain for mana. Um I don't know. You've got some big creatures. I can't. I, it, se- it seems like often when Andy and I are talking about decks, the, the question ends up becoming like, 
how do you do against aggro? Mm. You know, uh, but I, I'm, I, I'm yeah, guessing this, you probably actually fare okay. Yeah, this deck, um, I can, I don't know, obviously not as fast as red would get in there, but I can build a board state really quickly with this deck for sure. Um, not to mention you can unbutton it. Like if it's, if they're doing it through tokening, like we talked about the massacre worm, if they're trying to go tall, you, you've got some big things you can get in as well. Yeah, and a, and a combo that came up a few times too is sudden spoiling into a massacre worm. <laughs> so like even if they get tall enough and I don't have enough mana, there's there's still a lot of ways to wipe the board. Um, and I, I run a lot of the uh, black board wipes too, right? Decree of Pain, Living Death is a really fun one in this deck. Okay. Um, being able to be, basically switch what's on the battlefield with the yard. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd, I'd say this deck uh, fares pretty well against aggro. Maybe not so much anything that has to do with like artifacts or enchantments that unbutton me. I don't really have answers. Maybe like a scour, yeah. scour of existence. <laughs> like <laughs> if I've got one my, that, my one like oh shit, I can't deal with that card. It's got to yeah. go. I know there's a house ban on um, Leyline of the Void because it's perpetually excelling yeah, any and yards. Yeah, I, that, that's something I actually kind of wanted. I was wondering if maybe this is a good time to have that conversation a little bit because we've been talking about adjusting some house rules. But I think those are because there's Rest in Peace, Leyline of the Void, and... I wish there was some creature-based ones. There's one that handles instants and sorceries, the Selesna bitch that's yeah. like oh, yeah. a 2-1. And there's what, the Containment Priest? I call her bitch because it's... Instance and sorceries only, but uh, yeah, and well, contain containment priest is okay because the there are thing I think originally when we were talking about graveyard hate that was automatic was it was exactly this we thought that black and red they don't have a way to deal with an enchantment because yeah, you literally like you got to have the scour from existence yeah or You've maybe like have the spine of it, spine of saw both of which are yes. seven yeah mana or unstable saw, yeah. obelisk and uh. Uh, universal solvent i guess like there's just like i don't know maybe the new the new ulamog the old ulamog like I, what i didn't like about it is that you have to go so far out of your way to deal with something that's so easy for them to achieve <laughs> yeah because it like you know rest in peace is two mana. two mana right and if that's not a strategy i mean i know it's 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 symmetric that spell yeah but obviously if that's in your know. deck that's not what you're not relying on your graveyard yeah <laughs> right yeah so i don't know which is something that we didn't we just don't do it might need adjusting, like you're kind of suggesting, because yeah, the graveyards are kind of getting nutty, and the the one shot stuff. So like something like the, uh, what's the ooze? The one that like you can pay one and exile it. And you oh, put one encounter on oh, it. the green, green one. Yeah, there's a green two mana creature. It's like an ooze that does that. There's a death right shaman. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's, there's plenty can, of yeah. I mean, there's even I think out. I think even you have graveyard yeah, hate. I think I have thought picker witch in here. Pay one, and then you just exile a card from a yard. Scavenging ooze. No, it's it wasn't thought picker witch. It was withering yeah, witch. That, I think. Yeah, withering wretch. Withering wretch. That's yeah. So I even had. when you're like, okay, I can't reanimate. That's probably for more like non-creature shit. Like yeah. when I'm abusing instants and sorcerers in my yard, like against a kess, I'm like, I'm making yeah, that right. That's your that's your target. Like. Yeah. There's cooler, I don't know, I don't want to say, it sounds really biased, but I like inter interactive stuff where it's like I have to use something. Yeah, that it's not just I set this here and then I like yeah. 
it's you can't do this anymore. Yeah, you're fucked. Your deck's hosed. And then everyone has to wait for some kind of bane of progress or something to deal with it. And no one's going to do that. Yeah, like that card. Pick pick a color. That color can't. You can't cast spells of that color. Oh, Iona? Oh, yeah, Iona. Iona. Yeah. I fucking hate <laughs> Iona. Yeah, pick black. <laughs> That oh. well, that's essentially what you're doing. Like, yeah. like with it feels with something like, that, like yeah, sure. with something like rest in peace. It says black players can't have a graveyard. Yeah, you can't do your graveyard. <laughs> Red thing, players can't have like, a graveyard. Uh, so I gotta wait until turn seven. Yeah, and hope, hope that I can get into one of my two removal spells for that thing. Right. It's just us. This this isn't. I don't. Th- I think if you have a more serious meta, that's they really. I mean, graveyards get out of hand. They win. They're they're one of the triforces of victory, right? Like they're they're getting value. That's the that's that's the thing about this deck. This deck by itself, if you remove Chainer and just slapped any other mono black commander on top of this deck, it would not way too slow. It'd be way too yeah. Like these, I'd be like, what are you trying to do here? You know, but you put him in place and it's like, okay, let's times everything by maybe two or three. If we're being conservative, right? Like there's three flesh bag marauders in this deck. There's three, like they're happening over and over and over again. And they're happening at instant speed, which is something that black also is black is is bereft of. Yeah. Super good at aside from its instant speed creature removal. Um, Is there anything that you think you need for this deck? Like if you were going to really splurge and Um, make it, I think I'm pretty happy with where it is. Uh, for the most part, but I think two cards that I would like mm. um, is the Phyrexian Altar. It's just a better Ashnod's Altar because I can eventually use it to actually use Chainer's ability. Since it's not colorless, I can actually do the Swamp. Or I really wanted um, Xiao the the One-Eyed. I could oh. build a little more, build a little more around him because instead of just creatures, if it's black, I get to use it. Yeah, like, I... I have access to it. They need a reprint of this card. Yeah. Sure. What does it read again? It's so it's pretty much like a sacrificing mono black. Uh, it's it's a mono black eternal witness. Yeah, it's a mono. Just as long as it's black, you sack Xiao the one eyed and you put it back in your hand. And in Chainer, you can do that as many times as you yeah, want. Yeah, it's Gia How done the one eyed. So it he's got horsemen. This guy's ancient. He's so like to give you an idea of why it's not in the deck. It's eighty three dollars is the average cost. <laughs> oh, yeah, so there, for something that's kind of like so it's it's like ele- if, if someone wants to get you a Christmas gift, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's like a, whoa. So it's yeah, Gia How done the one eyed. It's two a black and a black, and a lot of people swear by this guy as a commander too. Okay, um, legendary creature, human soldier. He has horsemanship. Uh, which is the snobs version of unblockable. It's the snob unblockable. It's Andy unblockable. Yeah. <laughs> this creature can't be blocked except by creatures with horsemanship. But the big thing is this: is sacrifice Gia How Done the one-eyed return target black card from your graveyard to your hand. Activate this ability only during your turn before attackers are declared. He's a three-two. Yeah. So he's he, a he's a black eternal witness kind of. Yeah. He would actually change how I built the deck a little bit. I think something kind of weird in a chainer deck is that um, effects on a stick are actually nice. I know that creature removal is the most accessible uh, accessible version of removals. Yeah. But in Chainer, being able to recur it, like a Butcher of Malakir is actually stickier than um, Enchantment Grey Pact or Enchantment of Erebos because I can bring him back unless you exile him. Um, and, and Chainer's built around trying to protect things from getting exiled. But you're leaning on this one thing. So yeah. if a Torpor Orb comes down, then, then I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah it shuts yeah. off. Bummer. Right. Yeah. So you need stuff that kind of deal, deals with stuff on the outside, which that's where this guy would come in. He could recur all the, like somebody breaks your Ashnod's altar, you can get it back. Yeah. <laughs> that's why this card would be good for this deck, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah, Torpor Orb would be annoying, but I, I think there's enough to still play the game for sure. And everyone else it, wants to break it. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and like, everybody, it, no one is going to like it. I think, that, I think that's something that, that our metas learned pretty well is that ETBs are, are a really good way to get value. Somebody else will try to kill it. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. there's, there's always more than one person that's hurt by a Torpor Orb. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And even if the controller maybe is hurt a little less, like that that's them losing access to really powerful abilities. Yeah. Because then they can't build each other. I love Torpor Orb. <laughs> so what was the game you played at this last week, Andy? Like you played a Torpor Orb. And, and I remember sitting ready. I oh, didn't ready. I was into ready. That's yeah. right. And I remember sitting there thinking like I I, this is a game where I don't care about that as much, but I still care about it. What were you piloting? Oh, I don't, I don't recall. I think it was I. Was it one of my Unesh games? Maybe yeah. I did care. Well, you had like your entire deck in your grip. That's probably you were pretty true. far along before I found that card and 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 resolved it. But then I think I think uh, yeah. Tiff took care of it, if I recall. Yeah, she hates that that card. She's playing Carador. Yeah, <laughs> and she needed it. She's like, well, until it breaks, I can't do anything. She just kept like just passing the turn. Can't do anything. All right, can't do anything. Torpor orb, can't do anything. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah, that's why I put it yeah. in there. It's not to be friends. It's like because well, I don't, no, I don't have to be. There's a lot of. I, I think just just the same as kind of like the conversation about, uh, you know, graveyards like, enter the battlefield. That's another. It's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Everybody's it, gonna find their way to get value, right? Yeah, and I, something I do like about playing cards like that is, is that it, it does challenge your deck building ability. Like, can you build a deck that can still operate under those conditions? Yeah. Right. And it's not as messed up as you know Iona. It just pick black. Like, well, yeah. Like, what, that, what are you gonna do? You, about you play Iona. a different deck. You yeah. Know? But with Torpor Orb, you can you can change a deck and still yeah. build around that. I think that's I think that's a really good point, AP. Like that you know. Am I prepared for the worst case scenario, and can I still accomplish things with this deck? Like that's yeah, that's a huge deal if you've done that with your deck. Yeah, most of the time, that's the more colors you have in your commander's color identity, the better when it comes to stuff sure. like that. Sure. Like this has, this does the best it can. I think what it does, it does the best of. I can't think of a better like reanimation deck than this one. Oh like, yeah. M- Mirren is like once a turn, yeah. Like she has that experience thing. This guy doesn't give a fuck about that, right? <laughs> Karatter is one creature that you've got to pay the full cost for. This guy doesn't give a fuck about that, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's only your own graveyard for both of those last two. Oh yeah, right? exactly. Uh, the Scarab God exiles the original, which I don't know how you feel about that. May and you and get you a may four or may four. not get a bigger body. From yeah, it, which... right. Which I, I mean that. That's why I want to say that one's probably the closest to what this guy can do. Plus, he has blue, which that is yeah, a that huge really thing. Sets yeah, you off blue, in a lot blue of would ways. be nice. But it sure. exiles the original, and you get a four-four diet cola version of that. And and <laughs> yeah. Chainer, if he has a sack outlet, and he really wants to see that thing exiled, like he'll make it happen. So I don't know. I think this one has way more personality. Yeah, I agree. And I think this build definitely leans on that personality. There's probably some. Uh, n- non-black picks we could have put in there like but we're i think we're leaning on hey i'm mono black get bent yeah <laughs> i know? feel like chainer's like the quintessential like black commander it really Power is at all costs for sure even it if really it's is. Own life. yeah it's every mono black commander is the quintessential black commander to me yeah <laughs> like <laughs> black wants to do so much so yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean it makes it's sense. the most well-rounded color in magic i remember yeah. like this these i wish they did videos i mentioned it before they were called top and go productions they were like one of the OG like 
YouTube channels to make, they were made EDH content. That's all they, that's all they did, right? They used like a lot of memes, right? They were awesome. But that's what they would always say is like, mono black's the, black is the most well-rounded color in, in EDH anyway. Oh yeah. You know, it's not, it's not stupid like freaking green. Like green's, green's pretty f- fucking nuts. Like, and blue is way nuts. And yeah. white is just, White's not Nine, very White effective. needs some help and red needs some help. Yeah. And the two combined need some. Need a lot They of need help. some rehab, yeah. right? And yeah, <laughs> so like mono black is just, I don't know. It does what it does and it, it can handle a lot, but at the cost of life. But then at the same time, it doesn't give a shit about that. So it's just, it's well, really I, cool. I, I think that's on. the thing is that like with black, you're a lot of what you want to do. You have to pay life for, right? But with commander, you have. The format likes that. It yeah, gives you like double I the have life. a yeah. bigger pool you don't to even, work with. You don't even want to play black when you first. That your other guys, I'm black list. Yeah, bla- no black. <laughs> kind tie. He's got all uh, four other colors. Just, everything but black. This is right here, dude. This proves my theory. There's a mono black player in everybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I didn't. Easily. I didn't ever. I was not real into black. Early days of Magic for me, but Erebus changed everything. Chainer, dude. Chainer. Chainer. Yeah. Going from kind side group hug to, to Chainer the Dimension Master was a hell of an overcorrect. I think you're bipolar. If, 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 maybe. <laughs> He's bipolar. Probably. Maybe. Well, I didn't go from group hug to stacks or anything. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. Right. Yeah. Guys, what deck do you want me to play? Uh, the group hug deck. Why? Because the stacks <laughs> deck. That's why. I don't want to play the game. Dude. Yeah, because I want to play it. I played it all week. I want to play dick. Magic together. <laughs> right. Hey, thanks for listening to the Legendary Creature Podcast. And big thanks to AP for joining us and sharing with us his Chainer deck. We'll post a link to his deck in the episode notes. Also, big thanks to Dan Terminus for letting us use his music. The song you're hearing this episode is Fall of the Ancient World from Dan Terminus's new automated refrains album. We'll post a link to his music in the episode notes as well. Be sure to check him out and support him. And follow us on Twitter at legend underscore creature. Shout at us. Give us your thoughts. Give us decks you'd like us to look at. We're happy to do that. Until next time, take it easy.